0: How's it going today guys? Once again, we're back here in the studio. Another episode, Hot Takes with TP3. Today is uh, Saturday, June 23rd, 2018. The NBA draft was two days ago. Um, It was on Thursday. I'm sorry I couldn't podcast for y'all yesterday. I had lots of stuff going on. It was a busy day for me, but we're back here today with tons of takes for y'all. First thing we'll get into right here with the draft, obviously. Y'all know how I feel, baby. We got Trey Young! My boy, I love Trey Young. I'm so happy he's in Atlanta. You know, I'm just going to go ahead and break down the trade for y'all right now. Honestly, I mean, I did say Donkic is the best player in the draft, and I still going to have to stand by that. I said my top potential players in order went uh, Donkic, Trey Young, Bagley, Bomba. I think those are the top four highest potential players. I think Bomba's done now that he goes to Orlando. I don't know what Orlando is doing. They're one of my biggest losers of this draft. We'll get into losers and winners here in a minute, but. Honestly, guys, on the trade, so the way I look at it is Dallas gets the player for their market. Atlanta gets the player for their market. Dallas had one foreign star with Dirk. They replaced their foreign star with another one with Donkic. Atlanta, all the rappers, everybody wanted Trey Young. We got Trey Young. We traded back, got that first-round pick. Um, I personally think both these guys are going to be really good in the NBA. Somebody was arguing with me yesterday saying that we gave up the best player in the draft, which I can't agree with that. But to me, this is like trading LeBron for Kevin Durant. I mean, a lot of y'all disagree about Trey Young. I've said it over and over again, guys. Atlanta fans, we need to be patient here. Be patient with Trey Young. It's going to take him three, four years. We're going to watch Trey Young struggle. We're going to watch him get knocked down. We're going to watch him get hurt. We're going to watch him struggle. We're going to watch him look like a failure. But give him three to four years, and he will blossom into the player we need him to be and be able to run this offense as the overall playmaker. He's in a great system to be developed. The seventy six. Trust the process, we trust the process, I trust the process. Um obviously it comes down to though if this pick ends up being a top-10 pick or not. If this pick's not a top-10 pick, I think Dallas wins this trade because they basically gave up a kind of a meaningless first-round pick to their team to get their team in the playoffs or to get their team close to it rather for to Atlanta rather than Atlanta could get a top-10 pick and Trey Young for Doncic which is a really good trade. I'm a big fan of that. So It's really what it comes down to here. I mean, I personally think Trey Young's going to be good. Obviously, he could fail. Obviously, Doncic could fail. But I think the window of both of them failing is very low. So I really love what we did here, and I think it's going to be good for Atlanta in the future. Like I said, guys, we won't know if we won this trade or not for a couple years here. But, I mean, if we lost this trade, it could be another one of those Kobe Bryant to the Hornets trade. It could be one of those... Hawks trading Pau Gasol on draft night to the Hornets. So, I mean, this could end up being a really, really bad trade. But as of right now, I like the way it went and the way way it stands. So, we'll definitely keep our eye out on that. Um, Up next, another trade that happened was Philly and Phoenix trading Zaire Smith and... Unprotected first round pick for Mikel Bridges that belonged to the Heat. So, I mean, if the Heat are high up in the lottery and this pick's unprotected, it could be a top five pick in the first draft. It's the 2021 draft, the first one high school players are allowed to come straight out of high school. So, I mean, there could be an absolute freak of nature in this draft class. So, this could end up being a really, really bad trade, too. I personally like the trade, though. I love Mikel Bridges out there. Now, Phoenix has two really strong wing defenders with Josh Jackson and Mikel Bridges to go along with Devin Booker, who we all know what a beast he can be. Then they've got Allen Williams coming off an injury at power forward or Marquise Christ or Dragon Bender to go along with DeAndre Ayton, the number one overall pick, a guy that we all think will be an absolute animal in this league and lots of people think he definitely will. So, I mean, as of right now, I have Atlanta and Phoenix as two big winners, but at the same time, a lot of people have Philly as a loser. At first, I kind of thought they were, but giving it a couple days to let everything marinate and think about it more. Like I said, guys, I thought Zaire Smith's a great player coming out of college and coming this draft. I think Philly's still got a really good, young, athletic prospect here that could get lots of big minutes for them possibly this season and could have time to develop as well with this team. I really like his game. And they also get that unprotected pick, so who knows? Philly could be the best team in the league, and they could be picking number one overall and be pairing another number one pick along with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. So, I mean, Philly, that could absolutely be a crazy matchup of a team they have right here. Let's get into the main winners and losers here. I have the Hawks and the Suns as winners. Um, I think the Nuggets are one of the biggest winners as well. Even if Michael Porter Jr. ends up being hurt and never plays a game, they risk something so low because they're a team who could be in the playoffs to get such a high reward out of a guy from Michael Porter Jr. who could be the best player in this draft. Let's say he does end up sitting out a whole season. Let's say he sits out for a while and doesn't even play any games. I mean, remember Joel Embiid did the same thing and look what happened for Embiid. So, I mean, even if Porter Jr. doesn't play a couple games, this guy was the best player coming into college out of all these kids. He was the best supposed to be the best one. He had the most hype. He had the most everything around him. I mean, I don't see any reason why you can't play up and live up to all that hype and everything. So I really like what you did here, Denver. They could have their next big time score to pair along with all these studs they already have. Let's get into some losers here. My first loser is the Knicks. Um, I really hate the pick they made with Kevin Knox. I mean, Kevin Knox couldn't end up being a good player. I just felt like there's so many other players on the board that they could have gotten a lot more value from. So I'm not a big fan of the Knicks making this pick here. I also didn't really like what they did in the second round either. Thought it was such a risky pick on Mitchell Robinson when this team kind of needs win now players. I think the Knicks push too hard and too much towards win now teams when they just need to relax and every let everything come to them. But instead, they try to force things to happen. So I think it was another Knicks reach right there with both those picks, and I'm not really a fan of either pick by them. Um, more uh, some more losers I have on here is I have the Grizzlies I mean you had the fourth overall pick and you go out and get it Jaron Jackson Jr. to me is probably more so leaning towards a Serge Ibaka kind of player I just feel like that Serge Ibaka it was not an all-star in this league and I mean he probably lied about his age honestly because I mean we saw how he was so good so quick and now he's already started on the downturn of his career but I mean I just feel like that it was not a very good pick of Jaron Jackson Jr. I would have rather seen them pick Bamba obviously he didn't really want to go there I mean there are so many other routes they could have gone rather than the way they did go with Jackson Jr., so I definitely thought it was kind of a reach and it was a bad pick by them. Um, Other picks that I was not really a big fan of in this draft was the Blazers taking Anthony Simmons. Um, I think the Blazers are in a win now situation. Anthony Simmons is more of one of those young, like needs a lot of development, needs the right system. I mean, I think he can learn a lot from CJ and Dame, and I think they can help him develop a lot because Portland has been really good with player development as we've seen what they've done with Damian Lillard and with CJ McCollum, but I just really think this team's on such a win now-like time that you can't really be waiting around on guys like this to develop. Same thing with Zach Collins, so like... It's a win now time in Portland. I did not like what they did there with those picks. Um, my last loser of the draft is the Magic. I mean, what are you doing picking Mo Bombo, Orlando? You don't have any guards. You got rid of Alfred Payton. Your starting point guard is DJ Augustine. Then you got Evan Fournier and Mario Hizoda. Hizoda is not panned out at all. He's trash. So, I mean, if you look at your team right now, you already have Vucevic. You drafted Jonathan Isaac last year. Now you have Bamba. You have Bismack Biombo. You're about to pay a max contract to Aaron Gordon to bring him back. I mean, I just don't really see what you guys are doing here. Why do you have five big men, five power forward centers. I mean, we've already seen that style of play is outdated and it doesn't really work anymore. Why do you just keep getting more and more and more of them? It's like, let's have all the big men in Orlando and do nothing and get no guards. It doesn't make any sense to me. You trade Victor Oladipo, the one player that had a chance of being really good on this team that you drafted. I mean, this Magic team, guys, they've just been bad for so long. I feel like they're never going to be good again, kind of like how we felt about the Timberwolves for a while, kind of like how I felt about the Hawks when I first started watching them, kind of how I feel like the Hawks could be now, but I really really like the future that we have right now um I mean this team guys it just feels like the kings honestly nothing's ever gonna happen again for them so I'm really worried about these picks they've been making I'm not a big fan of it so I think they struck out big time last night um let's get into the best fits of players um my obviously first best fit I have to go Aiton and Phoenix I mean I just think he's a good fit there he's gonna run things for them for a big man now they have Bridges. Like I said earlier, Devin Booker, Josh Jackson. This young team just keeps getting better and better. You know, I didn't think Phoenix could have a chance. I thought they might be in the lottery one more time, but I think they might have a chance actually of being in the playoffs. Um, another, my next best fit was Doncic in Dallas. I mean, I think it gives Dallas more of a win now team. I think he's a good player to pair with Dennis Smith Jr. I mean, they got Harrison Barnes. Dallas got a lot of good stuff going for him. They might be able to get Clint Capella or DeMarcus Cousins. I mean, Dallas could be on the verge of making the playoffs once again. Um, I really like what the Mark Cuban does with his team every single time. he. Always keeps it together. Always just rides out the process. And you did a great job once again, Mark Cuban. Keep doing your thing. Uh, I love Trey Young in Atlanta. I think he's a good young player. I think the fans will get around him. I think he's going to develop into a superstar in this league. So I just look for Trey Young to keep going and going and going. I love the pick. Um, I love the pick in Mo Wagner in LA. Um, He's a guy I watched a lot at Michigan. I thought that he was definitely going to be a good NBA prospect. I really want to see the Hawks snag him at the end of the draft. I think he's one of those guys. He can shoot the three-balling block shots. He can run the floor. He can play big man in this new league. You're not going to have to pay him a max contract, and he's perfect to have him there if they're able to get this super team of Kawhi, PG, and LeBron. So I think he could be their starting center next year. absolutely love the pick by L.A., um, my next big winner, Josh Oh who came on the podcast the other day. Big shout-out to you, Josh. I was so happy to see you get picked, and I just loved how he compared the way he plays to Jimmy Butler. And what do you know, he ended up going to Minnesota with Butler. So, I mean, that's just awesome to see him go there. Uh, Thibodeau loves his two-way guards, and I think Okogie is going to be one of the next great Thibodeau two-way guards. So I think that was a big-time steal right there. Um, one of the next picks I was a big fan of as well was um, Dante DiCincenzo in Milwaukee. I mean, what have I been preaching, guys? Milwaukee needs a shooter. It said they get themselves an athletic wing shooter. I mean, I think he could potentially be a starter out there. Him and Chris Middleton draining threes, playing D with Giannis. I love what the Bucks can do now with this team. Great pick by them. Um, like I said earlier, you guys love the Porter pick in Denver. I'm not going to go too much into it. Uh, very high reward, very low risk here for Denver. Denver's team will be fine whether he plays well or not. Last but not least, love the Colin Sexton pick in Cleveland. Cleveland struggled so mightily with point guard, and I mean they just get their point guard right here. And he's defensive point guard. He's an all-around dog. The young bull, Colin Sexton, guys, Georgia product. Gotta love him. I think he's gonna do great things in this league, and I think that they did a good job of uh, putting their team together and getting everything to get go for him. So I mean, I really just love this pick right here of Sexton. I think it he could help LeBron return next season. Last thing I'm gonna talk about real quick is the Hawks draft. Um, love with the Hawks. Did what did I tell you guys? I knew we were gonna trade one of those two, either 30th or 34th pick. I love the Omari Spellman pick. Spellman to me, guys, is a guy who can play big man in this new NBA in the new era of basketball. He can run the floor, he can shoot the ball a little bit. He's a big guy, lost tons of weight. He was a highly really early recruited pick. Love Atlanta getting him late. Kevin Herder is another guy who can shoot the ball too. The Hawks kind of got their Kroger brand, Steph Clay, and Draymond. So I look for those guys to develop young. I love what you're doing here, Schlink. Love how we got the extra first round picks. We got three first round picks picks now next draft Um, I really think the future is bright in Atlanta guys we're definitely going to suck for a couple more years but things are definitely looking up for us that was the biggest night of our season last night and I would say we came out and won the night I give the Hawks an A for what all they did I love what we did great job and I'm looking forward to building off it in the future but this concludes today's podcast guys I'm so happy the Hawks finally have a future um, we'll definitely get more into draft next week. We'll have some debates coming out for y'all and stuff. I know that everybody's gonna be arguing if the Hawks won or lost that trade or not. Like I said, we won't know until next until next season, until the draft order comes out again, until we see how Dallas did, till we see how Trey Young's looking. So, love everything that happened, guys, for us. Um, let's go Hawks, baby. Tune in, uh, follow me on Twitter. Tons of new stuff coming next week: NBA free agency, NFL, all that good stuff. World Cup. Um, I'll talk to y'all tomorrow.